Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli, and it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here are some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious, Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye! With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole. We are a weekly podcast where we have on queer folks from all walks of life. They tell us the tales of how they came out to friends, family, and the world at large. Because who doesn't love a coming out story? Um, y'all, we are continuing our pride celebrations with Victoria Albina. We have Hi, Victoria. Hi. Victoria is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this right off from my phone because Victoria wears many hats, as we are fond of saying. Uh, Victoria is a queer functional medicine nurse practitioner, a life coach, a certified breathwork meditation guide, an herbalist, and the host of Feminist Wellness, uh, a podcast that uh, we will certainly uh, plug at the end of this episode, but I imagine we will, all of these wonderful uh, professions and hats that uh, the Victoria wears will intersect in our conversation. Uh, But that is just a taste of some of the things our guest today does. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. As are we. Um, is there anything uh, that I mean, I feel like that was a pretty a comprehensive introduction, but if there's anything else that you uh, would like to tell the folks um, or we can just jump right to how you identify. This is this is your time. We are freewheeling. It's pride. There are no rules. There are no rules. I love that. Uh, yeah, no, we can. I think you got all the words. You got like the top level words on me. Words. Yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of the words. So yeah, so go ahead and uh, and do let our listeners know. Victoria, how do you identify? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we. I'm a Leo, so of mm-hmm, course. Mm-hmm. What? When's Leo. your birthday? August third. August third. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. my husband is is July twenty third, but he's oh. like he's like uh he's a cusp. So he's a he's a he's a cancer I'm a Leo cusp. cusp. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a cusp yeah, yeah, yeah. of, of I'm what? I'm a Libra what? cusp of Scorpio. Ooh. Okay, I can oh. see that. Just, I think. Uh, but yeah. can you? Lauren, Lauren is the biggest astrology skeptic. We're oh, gonna so rope no. Lauren. We're gonna rope, rope Lauren in at some point. Oh, let's do Don't. it. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm yeah. like 100 percent here for it. Anyway, yeah. So look, this isn't about me. <laughs> but isn't it? Isn't but, it just? Mm-hmm. But isn't it? Oh wait, back to the Leo. Um, yeah. So Leo is the first thing that came to mind because you know, yeah, Leos. Yeah. Um, I am. A, you, like my big gay words is that what you mean yeah mm-hmm. use your big, big gay, gay words mm-hmm. use your mm-hmm. big, big gay words, words. yeah any uh, words that yeah. are i mean i i love deep les oh. with a z of course like i always feel that deep les deep energy les. you know like i, I am, love that i am definitely wearing a labrys but not in a turfy way because you know i mean but, yes so okay uh, deep les i love that deep, deep les, les yeah. i love because it sounds like deep state it sounds like a mysterious <laughs> oh like, i just i like it it sounds secretive like i mean the illuminati yeah kind of definitely we great. definitely don't have like secret meetings no in an underground not. lair we'll see all not. the next secret meeting we'll at the underground that. lair <laughs> I'll bring the chamomile. Um, and can I bring up, because this is... beeswax candles. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I really loved uh, mm. what you said, because uh, we are on a Zoom, and one of the wonderful things about Zoom is you can see uh, many people have their pronouns in with their names, which is which is great, which we didn't all, you know, walk around with pre-pandemic. So uh, Victoria uh, pronouns uh, on, on the Zoom are she and they, and I asked if there was one to, to default to or if I should use both, and will you say what you, what you replied, because I loved it? She works this week. 
Love See? it. It's all it's all there a construct. It's all it's fluid. All it's ever it's all made up. But it's all bullshit. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. And it's important. But it's all bullshit, but it's important. Oh, that's Combo how I feel deal, about right? Ninety percent of things, yeah. yes. It's very <laughs> that's well kind stated. of life. That's kind of life. Kind of life. Both both at yeah. the same time. Why not? Yes. Why yes. not? Hold them lightly. Hold them tightly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and on that note, actually, um, we are, I mean, granted, we're recording this, you know, at a time where the, uh, by, by the time this is posted, the, the news cycle will inevitably have moved on mm-hmm. to the next thing, perhaps another tragedy. Um, but we are uh, in, in, the, in the wake uh, this week of the Texas school shooting. And um, I don't know about everybody on this call. I do know about everybody on this call because we talked about it beforehand. But as I'm sure a lot of our listeners also felt, um, basically, it's been not a good week for my cortisol levels. Yeah. I'll give you that. Sure. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Not been a good week for my general uh, ability to like uh, uh, sort of balance sadness, rage, and despair. So, Ooh, I like um, that. yeah. So, so having someone in wellness uh, feels very fitting and dare I say uh, crucial and needed this week. So, thank you for joining us. Hey. Yeah. My- my pleasure. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. your profession is in overdrive. For, for, it's been, it probably it's been has been hot. for years. Yeah. 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 It's been a rough pandemic plus war in Ukraine plus murder, Pro- murder, murder, murder sprees. Yeah. 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 Like it's been, it's been a lot, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's been a challenging, challenging couple years for sure for humanity. Yeah. How do you as somebody, I mean, obviously we'll get into queer stuff, but I think this sure. is very relevant for literally everybody. Um, right. But I would say also the queer community in, in, in particular, really any marginalized community in particular, because there's always some new something that's coming mm-hmm. out, whether it's an act of mm-hmm. violence or a piece of legislation or whatever um, that can be deeply triggering and upsetting and um, all the things. So how do you as somebody, uh, A, who identifies in a marginalized community, but B, works in wellness, which has so much to do with obviously staying healthy and perhaps mm. um, uh, being positive and seeing the beauty in life or whatever. Um, how do you sort of process these things um, uh, with the knowledge base that you have and then also like <laughs> while trying to support other people yep. uh, while yeah. you're also yeah. inevitably feeling all of this? Yeah. Well, I would actually say we have to start with feeling the shitty first. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Right, great. Yeah. I totally very much agree. The yeah. disassociation and or the I'm happy, everything's great. Listen Bullshit. to my fun post freaks me out so much more. So much than the people so who much. are like, Everything's terrible. I'm depressed. For sure. I'm like that. I feel mm-hmm. oddly comforted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like few things are as detrimental to our mental health as and are thereby our wellness overall as the like hashtag positive vibes only bullshit. Fuck yes. Like all vibes. All vibes yes. always at all times because it's just some BS. Like yes. it's it's not how life Thank works. And like that. call me a stoic, but like life is 50-50. It is. Right? And we we can learn to manage our minds. We can learn to get somatically in touch with our bodies. We can do all these practices so that we are less reactive in our nervous systems. Mm. Our inner children are less reactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, our adult minds are less reactive to the 50% that's shitty. 
But calling it anything other than that is mm-hmm. gaslighting ourselves, is Ugh. disingenuous, and I think is profoundly detrimental yes. to, to our wellness overall. And it's gaslighting and, others because when we're posting yes, something like that, absolutely. even if it's to try to make ourselves feel better, right. it's saying anybody who doesn't feel like they can just move past, you know, fill in the blank tragedy sure. of the day is is somehow uh, like not able to function on a level that they should be or are whatever. Like, because I, I mean, right. I, or isn't like healed yeah. or isn't, isn't spiritual healed? enough. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't like yeah. doing some kind of like law of attraction BS, right? Is yeah. it managing their mind? Like is having negative thinking? Like, pff, no, thank you. I really appreciate you, though, Victoria, like saying that out loud and acknowledging it because it does. Yeah, it it is. Yeah, it's important. And I mean, we can also look like what are social determinants of health? Like your nerd also has a master's degree in public health. And like I studied epidemiology and looked at social determinants of health. I also went to Oberlin in the 90s. Oh, shit. We We got an Oberlin person. Nice. Nerd squad. (laughs) But uh, also weirdo squad. And... (laughs) Yeah, like we have to be talking about these things. Yeah. Like I just, I just, words like unconscionable, but also like not true malpractice, but like how are you out here promoting health and not mm-hmm. talking about these things? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, all you have to do is watch the Pixar film Inside Out to know yeah, right. that happiness well, cannot exist without out. sadness. It's true. The Even the yawn of it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. yep. So, yeah. um, so, queer things, but this has been oh, queer <laughs> things too. This has oh, been yeah, queer things too. Come on. Intersectional, yeah. queer intersectional it's queer so, things. Yeah. Um, so, where where does your coming out story start? Like, mm. <laughs> where where did you yeah. start that that health journey? Let's call yeah. it that. So, uh, <laughs> it started on August third, nineteen seventy nine, in the town of Mar del Plata, Argentina, when I was born. Uh, <laughs> yes. Love it. It's, that's it. I mean, that's where that was. That's the seed, right? <laughs> it was a Friday. It was raining, and I was born in, uh, a big old les, big old queer. Um, they held you up then, like Simba, and they were like, "It's a deep les." That's actually what down. happened. It's uh, it's a ritual in my culture, and so ten points to Argentina for that. One. Yeah, we're known for football and panada, cevita peron, and the deep les. Celebration <laughs> at birth. Oh, so, damn, should visit. It's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Um, but also, 1992, Katie Lang <gasps> released "Constant Craving," oh. <laughs> and my little gay heart went. Uh, uh. <laughs> I just remember. Oh my god. Oh my god. That photo shoot with Cindy Crawford. Oh, I totally. I just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? I like. Was that? Yeah. Nicole, wait, 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 wait. Was do you not know what we're talking about? I'm sto- doing it yeah. now, guys. It was wrong. Oh my god. Okay. Googling. Okay. 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 <laughs> I remember okay. This wait. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Wait. So, Katie Lang is in a barber chair, barbershop mm-hmm. chair, and Cindy Crawford, and she's got um. Uh, shaving cream all over her face. Oh my! And Cindy God. Crawford is shaving her with a straight. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I vividly remember this oh cover. Yeah. This was like a Ugh. huge. Yeah. It was a really big deal. It was a really. This was big right deal. around you know like Lilith Fair and like all this. Oh, so yeah. it was starting Lilith to be like Fair. kind of like cool yeah. and in vogue Last a little bit. But still cool. taboo. Yeah. So yeah. this cover. 
Yeah. Nicole's oh my god, is... I'm like hot and bothered just looking at right? it. Right? <laughs> I'm hot and bothered thinking about it. I also definitely 127.4% have it a framed print yes! of it in oh, my god living room. Bless. Oh my god. Mm. And also, like, not to just so people understand the significance. So, we're talking 92. So, we're not like in, I mean, I think the internet like existed, but it wasn't like Mm. a thing. And so, Cindy Mm. Crawford was so famous at this time. Like, Cindy Crawford in 1992. Supermodel. And we did not have a fracturing of fame. Like, it wasn't like everybody liked their own celebrity. Like, everybody knew Cindy Crawford because that was who you had access to. So, also, like, major kudos to her for, like, doing this cover. Because it was so, it brought it kind of into the mainstream that, like, Cindy Crawford was allowing her, not allowing, but was like, yeah, I'll be sexy with another woman who's very masculine. Like, it wasn't for the male gaze in a way that a lot of, like, sweeps week episodes right. would be. Like, right, 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 right. So right. it was very cool when this came out. It did feel like a very Ugh. progressive moment. I mean, unbelievably <sighs> so. When you yeah, think about yeah, it, too. like, it was wild. if that were out now... Mm-hmm. There would be h- how many fucking conservatives would be yelling about it? Right now, right now, like if Taylor Swift did this shit, like people would like combust, lose like, their fucking right. minds. And that's <laughs> thirty years later, thirty yeah. years ago. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Wow! 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 Anyway, mine, mine. So blown. that okay? So was that? Can I ask like the? Constant Craving, also a fantastic song. If you've God, never heard it, you must odd. listen. But were you, you having must. a moment of identifying with yes. Katie Lang or lusting after or a combination yes. of both? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all, of, all, all of the above. All of the above. I <laughs> both wanted to, I wanted, yes, was lusting for both KD and Cindy yep. and wanted to be both of them. Yeah, Oof. sure. Since I get then, that. to just swing us back around to my Leoness, mm. I'm like not super into femme on femme because I like to be the pretty one. Yes. Oh, uh, okay, I great. Just that. wanted, just wanted to add them right. Three years ago, I was like, hi, Cindy. And now I'm just like, mm, maybe, but it is you know, so interesting. KG, I, I really. Because right? I'm very much. I'm the pretty I, one. I am, I am femme <laughs> for femme, but I'm the opposite. I want to be with someone who is prettier than me. I really have a thing about that. Yeah. So it's so interesting yeah. how people... But that's great. So you need yeah. to find no, a Leo. No, I know, isn't that... Yeah, is you what do need to find Well, you'll have to help mm-hmm. me, Nicole, because <laughs> you know I have not Leo. memorized. <laughs> like, it will not help if I know their birthday. I'll have to Google it, because I just don't know. I don't I'll know. I'll help them. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we'll make you a chart. There's but a... Yeah, there's a, is, there's some, yeah, go ahead. It is really interesting how people... And I'm... More than anyone, I've bitched on this podcast about, like, not falling into, like, specific stereotypes or roles or, like, when people say top-bottom, I'm like, why are we structuring ourselves according to, like, the heteronormative, but I will readily admit that I fall on the <laughs> other side of wanting to be with the prettier one. So, like, those things, you know, so there's... The, so there. Like Whatever. we said, both yeah. truths exist this at the same time. And it's I think we also, I mean... <laughs> In general, and we've spoken about this in different ways, but like I think in general, we need we, the general we, and then specifically <laughs> the queer community, um, need to realize that like while on some level sex and politics are obviously obviously uh inherently tied, 
our actual sexual desires yeah, um, exist on that. a much more <laughs> animalistic mm. uh, uh, plane and, mm-hmm. and maybe influenced by um, uh, social political pressures and ways in which we were raised and unpacking right. that as a whole thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. However, there is an extent to which, like... You can't explain certain things. It just is what you're attracted to or not what you're attracted to. And I think, Fair. like, like Fair, hair. in allowing that to be animal, um, as long as it's consensual, obviously, of course, um, of course, of course. It, there is something really, really beautiful about yeah. that um, yeah. because yeah. we can, like, actually leave ourselves and other people alone. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, cool, we're yeah. animals. That's exciting. Right. <laughs> we don't yeah. have to have a conversation about this, actually. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. That's my rant over. I liked it. So 92, Katie Lang, dawning awareness. What is, are you still in Argentina at this point? No, I'm, I was in the greatest state in the union. Okay. I feel like you don't need to follow that up with Rhode Island. New York. Oh Oh, no. Wow. (laughs) Oh no. Rhode Island. That's so funny. I thought we were going to have an East Coast, West Coast beef, but it was Rhode Island specifically. But it's just Rhode Island. (laughs) It's just Rhode Island. It's a great place. And it was actually a great place to be a little tiny I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds right. What a great place to be a tiny homo. That sounds right. Yeah. 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 Providence is super liberal. I mean, Brown's there. Rizzo's there. You know, all Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I had the immense privilege of being in a tiny homo, like, support group which was really cute. Oh, wait, let me share. Can I share the cutest thing that just popped into my mind? Okay. um, It was, it was called youth pride. And we had these little like meetings that we would like go to in some little tiny room at Brown. (laughs) And I remember, so the youngins would sit on the floor and like the older kids would get the couches. How young are the young? Like how young were you going to be? Like 14. Oh, I know. How cute and tiny is that? Yeah. (laughs) And I remember sitting on the floor and looking at Wendy Becker, who was our grown-up, like a (laughs) grown-up lesbian. She's a social worker. Props to Wendy Becker. She's amazing. And she was like in a skirt and had tights on. And I was sitting right next to her leg and I saw her hairy leg. And I was (gasps) like, oh my God, I want to have hairy legs when I'm a grown-up. And it was like a whole thing because like I'm from Argentina, like all the beauty standard, all the everything, all the waxing, you know, the (laughs) epa lady and my mom constantly ripping all her hair off, you know, like the whole thing. And I was like, grown up lesbians can have leg hair. (laughs) I was like, that's amazing. (laughs) Yes. Question. So if you're an adorable, tiny teenager going to to these like uh, it sounds like affirming and like wonderful. Amazing. So was your family aware of this and cool with it? Like, oh, shit. No. Okay, Interesting. So you found your way to. Okay, I want to hear about it. Yeah, because I was going to ask what the parent, first generation parent. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, I, I had I had some. I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. But. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, we we didn't. I didn't grow up in a household where we talked to each other. Oh, okay, cool. Me neither. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we didn't have feelings. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk to each other. That mm-hmm. was just like kind of not our jam. Yeah, that's messy. So it didn't really make. Like why they didn't really know what was going on in my life overall. Totally. Um. So I wasn't gonna tell them that. 
mm-hmm. you know? Um, I did like get myself all worked up to come out to my little sister. Um, and I like rehearsed what I was going to say with my little girlfriend and like wrote it all out and like had this whole speech. And I told her I would take her out for Ben and Jerry's. I think we were like 12 and 14, 13, oh. 15, you know, 14, 16, like that sort of mm. early high school kind of age, somewhere in there. And we're walking to the ice cream place. And I was like, Jeannie, I have to tell you something. And she goes, what? That you're dating a <laughs> and you're a lesbian? Your parents may be stupid, but I'm not. <laughs> oh! <gasps> amazing is that your parents because we talked about we have the same biological parents my sister and i look like identical twins Mm -hmm. your parents may be stupid but i'm not i was like wow okay that fire right and then she fired that followed that up with you still have to buy me ice cream God, I love this. Kid. Ten points to her. Yeah, ten I mean, points to her. Yeah, yes. Oh my yep. god! I know wow. how adorable. She's Did you so still dope. do the little speech that you'd planned out? Did you? <laughs> no, that you'd no, she totally okay. stole my stole my thunder. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Damn it! I spent some time <laughs> on that. Right? Yeah. Put so much effort into it. How dare you? Oh. So you weird. had a girlfriend pleased. at like fourteen. Oh my god! I totally. My first kiss was a girl. Oh, amazing. At summer camp. Because At summer camp. Summer camp. Summer camp. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Wow. Yeah. She gave me the book Patience and Sarah, which is like this it. super old. I'm like looking at my bookshelf. Where is it to find out when it's from? It's like a thousand years ago. And it's about two pioneer women, one of who and they want to like travel west and westward expansion will ignore all the colonialism (laughs) just to like you know you know but just yeah (laughs) so in so many ways a different time but one of them uh i think it was sarah anyway she like sarah yeah cross dresses cross dresses right like that's the theme of this book from like the 80s um and like dresses as a dude so they can cross the country looking like cishet folks like wow yeah oh my god that's so great i say it's always sarah because every pioneer is named sarah that's true that's all that's all i'm saying yeah no i think Um, it's a a valid point they probably were both named sarah but anyway they probably were (laughs) yeah Yeah. 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 wow so 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 did you ever have it seems like you embraced this about yourself pretty quickly and pretty like hit the ground running did you ever have a did you have any kind of freak out moments or had you ever had any bad messaging come down from either religion Mm. or your family or just society at that time or like or were you just very self-possessed and cool (laughs) yeah I mean it just kind of felt like like my sister said like duh like I just yeah just homo through and through yeah (laughs) and i mean of course i got the negative messaging but i just was like yeah whatever yeah and and did i mean eventually i i would assume eventually you came out to your to your parents Um, eventually yeah Yeah. did they were they relatively okay or were they like i mean i guess we knew it's whatever they were relatively okay in that like i didn't get kicked out of the house yeah but Uh, my dad and i've never talked about it which Mm. is what that is and my mom you know did the whole crying thing Mm -hmm. and i just was like oh my god whatever um but and then we've never talked about it 
So do they know your partner? They don't know the person I'm currently with. No, but they they knew my last ex. And that's sort of where that that ended. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And is it the kind of thing that, because honestly, what you're describing isn't terribly different from me and my parents Mm. were it just because like you're saying we don't talk about stuff and we're not good with feelings so has Mm. it would you say like that you coming out and them being sort of like awkward has that (laughs) negatively impacted your relationship with them or is it kind of par for the course and it's just like yeah Yeah. that is kind of how i feel yeah 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 i just i didn't have any expectation that it would be otherwise so it was just like same same you know yeah how about what's little sister up to nowadays though in terms of (laughs) oh my god her vibe She's amazing. She's awesome. uh, she's also a life coach, which is really oh, fun. Nice. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, she's a parenting coach. She's Aww. super dope. She has two boy, two children, you know, who are assigned male at birth, and um, but they're both straight. They're six and nine, and they just give off zero queer vibes. Yeah. And we were talking about it the other day. She was like, "I know. I just I'm pretty disappointed." Yeah, she and felt as like. <laughs> She really like I love that she like but she was like earnest like she wasn't trying to be funny she was like I'm just like kind of disappointed that both of my kids are probably just like cis straight guys like that's I get unfortunate that. I get they're it. still high people it. evolve people evolve they all do but college. you know how people you kind like of... I have really strong gaydar y'all yeah I mean and I'm you're 30 just years queer or... this year I mean oh, 42 congrats. but like 30 years out this <laughs> yeah. year yeah I got some good dar these kids are straight kids it's, are it's straight. unfortunate it happens sometimes. I mean they were born that way what can you do about it you just have it? to accept it yeah, she might have. Them for yeah, how they she are. might have watched some media while she was pregnant. That was just like. Do you weird. think? <laughs> Maybe. Do you think she I don't know. Some depends. of that evil straight media. It's possible. I think you're right. That stuff really, you know, like you gotta right. watch out crosses for. the placenta. <laughs> yeah. It does. I think so. Yeah. Tylenol and rom coms. They cross the placenta yeah. immediately. Take care yes. in pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so. Oh, Nicole, you could, yeah. So no, well, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, so. Then did, I don't know, did your (laughs) queerness in some way influence what you professionally decided to pursue? And I mean, I kind of say that knowing that it's all inextricable, right? Like, it's like, you know, we live, we are queer people. We live with a queer lens. It all blends together. Um, But like, yes, why did you go into what you do and then, you know, how, yeah. How, how if yeah. at all, did that influence? Totally. So I, my, the work I do right now is that I coach human socialized as women to overcome codependency, perfectionism, and people pleasing using thought work, somatics, and breath work. So I bring in a lot of polyvagal theory, nervous system work, Ooh. a really body-based approach okay. to reclaiming self-worth and self-love. And so if we go back to to the deepest les roots of it, if we go back to the 90s, if we go back to Oberlin in the late 90s, mm. like all the self-help, self-growth, you know, that that sort of lens for the world was really part and parcel of the lesbian culture that I was soaking in at that point, you sure. know? And so yeah, definitely like the whole women's liberation yeah. thing and like taking a women's health class at Oberlin, um, uh, taking all the women's studies, which is, you know, now gender studies, but yeah. was then 
taking yeah. women's studies with Wendy Kozel and like it all really uh of course it deeply influenced my my desire to do self-growth work and be a part of this world and to to coach others um and the Oberlin part is definitely oh my god there's a really big moth in my office <laughs> out of nowhere Okay, it's a gay moth. I'm just going to ignore it. But it's really big. Like, how did it get in here and no one saw it? Okay, gay moth. Anyway, sorry, I just jumped. Um, anyway, back to the gays. Oberlin, intersectionality, conditioning and socialization. So a big lens and a big part of what I do is really helping folks to see their conditioned and socialized thinking from the patriarchy, from our cishet world, from white settler colonialism, from late stage capitalism, from our families of origin, and how those are the true roots of codependent thinking, which then filters out into everything we do, because yeah. it's the story we tell about who we are, yes. and whether we have worth in the world. And so I think Yes, my origins, my queerness, being a Latina, being, you know, an immigrant to this country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, profoundly impacts my desire to do that work and to help folks really begin to see the unintentional thinking that is controlling their lives and creating their lived experience and to connect in with the somatic resonance of that. Ooh, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My God. And would you, for those out there, because I'm sure there are some, um, would you define uh, somatic for yeah, people? Yeah, that would actually be great. Yeah. 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 So soma means body in Greek. And so when we talk about somatics, what we're sort of referencing is the work of Thomas Hanna. Um, and in that he's like the white dude who made it a thing. But of course, you know, communities of color, uh, ancient, you know, folks have been working with the body as a vehicle for healing if, since time immemorial, right? Like gather yes. the village, someone's sick, let's do a ritual for them. Yeah. So when we talk about somatics, it's about really making the intrinsic extrinsic, making what's happening within the animal, within the body, something you can verbalize, something you can connect with, something you can feel. So connecting in with the felt experience of being you in this life. Mm. And, and then using that knowledge, that wisdom, that brilliance of the body to help you to recognize where your habitual lived experience. So you're thinking um, at the things you've been through in life, your stress, distress, and trauma lives within your body. Okay. So you can make contact with it, connect with it, bring it compassion, curiosity, care, and love, and can help it to shift. Because the body can shift trauma. But we have to recognize first that trauma lives in the body, yeah, right? That uh, trauma 100%. is written on the body as tension patterns, as yes. stress patterns. And so we don't even realize, you know, you, the phone rings and it's your ex and your shoulders go up yep, to your yep. neck, right? To your ears. So just really starting to build that self-awareness and to return to felt experience. So part and parcel of codependent thinking because it's it's the chronically outsourcing our worth to everyone and everything outside of us mm -hmm. instead of knowing we're inherently worthy of love of validation of good things in this world we are constantly looking to others to tell us how we feel and we're constantly looking to others to validate us yes and so 
part and parcel of that is profoundly losing contact with, losing touch with what's happening within our bodies because yeah. we are so other focused. Mm-hmm. We have oh my to God, be and or, comparing right? ourselves too. Of yeah, course. which takes yeah. us so out. Of, I do this constantly, but it takes you completely out of yourself. It puts completely all the focus on the people you're comparing Everyone. yourself to. It's yeah, fucking... or your degrees, or your job, yeah. or your house, or yeah. your partner. Yeah. Like everything other than you is yeah. your focus. Yeah, and so somatics allow us a bridge to begin to come back to ourselves, um, not just in moments of stress, but on the daily. Yeah, right. So we can connect in with with the truth that lives within us. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. Pretty dope. I. I. It's interesting. I mean, I think about this a lot. I think. I'm a very uh, body connected person. Mm. Like I and was, I am not. So this is how you have a really good combination of people. Oh, right on. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a. I, I mean, I've always been an, an athlete in addition to being a, a performer, um, performing performance artist, and it's it's been fascinating because during my acting training in college, I found that the training that was most effective for me was physical training, was anything mm. that was body based. Right. Um, and I that was where I really learned about. I mean, I like distinctly remember moments in like voice class when we would be, which I say voice, but what I mean by that is body <laughs> right. and learning uh, how to release your voice and, right. and via the body and where right. you're holding, honestly. Um, right. And I remember just like uh, exercises that got me into like my, what do we want to call this? What do we want to call this? The like right yeah. in in between your ribs like at the, the solar top. plexus solar plexus thank you yeah. um they got me into my solar plexus and it's like still to this day if i do like draping like across a you know roll up a yoga mat put it under like where my right. bra line would be right and yeah. lay down i will start crying because like yeah. if this opens up yep. it's just Im- oh, yeah. I, and because I, I that is where i hold yep. like i and i know and there are a few places in there and like i've been in yoga classes where we do hip openers people start crying Oof, like because we h- hold so much in our hips Brief. I remember yeah. absolutely watching someone in in my acting class like have um the the teacher consensually <laughs> came up behind her and like um uh did a loosening of her stomach and she burst Ooh, into tears yeah. because and, and that that's another one that like I've become more and more aware of because as women we we tend also we're taught to suck in right oh my god uh, I mean, as twenty people I we are but, I cannot do it yeah yeah it's so yeah. as people we are but specifically as women we're mm-hmm. taught not to have a tummy but the problem yep. with that is then we're not taking full breaths um yeah that is why i have so much and i lose my voice constantly if i'm like doing a play or whatever i'll like lose my voices because i don't breathe right and that's yeah, right. in big part because i'm sucking in my stomach even yeah, right. when i'm like yeah. my physical therapist once said to me because i was like i don't think i can stop doing it it's like and she's like okay but just like when you're home alone and i'm like no 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 i don't think you understand what i'm saying like i do it unconsciously it's so unhealthy yeah. It fucking shifts your organs around and stuff. It's like crazy. It it makes the diaphragm, uh, it it turns it from from an uh, an organ, like a a place where emotion can flow between systems and forces it to become a space of creating stability for the spine. And that's not its job. Yeah. It's it's not its (laughs) job. No, this is like all my problems being revealed. (laughs) 
<laughs> welcome. But, welcome. but even for, but I, I, I mean, even for, for me and I, I'm sure, and I'm Victoria, you probably feel the same way. Like even, I, I even being as body conscious as mm. I am and mm-hmm. in tune, I still will be like, oh my God. And it, like, it, you know, I'll be like days I'm holding something somewhere and mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, oh sure. yeah, I need to just do this exercise that I know to do, but I don't mm-hmm. do it because we all get like, we all start functioning from the neck up. Yep. Like, 100%. because our society is so um, based that way, not to mention that like when we're on our phones or we're on whatever, right. it's mm-hmm. not engaging our body at all. And so everything yep. is happening in our brain. Like, so yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This yeah. Is so, oh, yeah, it's so, is. so important. Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli, and it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here are some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious, Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. 
That's code COMINGOUTPOD50 at factormeals.com slash COMINGOUTPOD50. Get 50% off! Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, okay. My question, because from the moment I signed onto the Zoom, you are like just so you're so funny and like you have this like (laughs) humor and levity about you. And I love that because I think that not just it's interesting, not just the work of doing like intense, like uh, uh, emotional stuff, but also I think for for queer people and i would even go so far as to say like queer women specifically i think it's funny because i think it goes one of two ways i feel like all queer women are either like comedians or they're like super super serious and sometimes (laughs) we have trouble finding that (laughs) that middle ground but i think queer people in generally like we have Mm. a reputation for or a stereotype Mm. for taking ourselves like very very seriously and i love Mm -hmm. and and the work you do can also be you know in healing and stuff yeah very very serious and so i love how easily though you move into humor and levity and stuff and like i don't know i guess i'm just wondering does that just come to you naturally and it's like that's who i am that's not gonna like disappear Mm. because of the Mm. the the play the communities i'm in or the work i do like i don't know i'm just really impressed at how easy it is and how fun it is to like talk to you about stuff and i i don't know i just yeah Yeah. i don't know you're sweet you need more more humor in in this stuff completely (laughs) yeah no i think part of it is who i am i'm all Mm. i'm gonna go astrological so watch out i'm all (laughs) fire and air Mm -hmm. like i'm just like up and up and like i'm not even caffeinated like i don't drink caffeine because that is impressive no one needs me to be speedier let's be very (laughs) real um yeah so part of it is just this is the mammal that i am and my constitution and you know there was a point in my healing journey if you will where i i did get really like very serious about doing all the very serious healing work and i would like go to you know breath work and other like healing modalities plant medicine work like i would be in these sacred circles being very serious and and really getting into the muck and the mud of the shadow work which i think is really important important until a, a, a mentor this who I really, really, really love and admire, um, came up to me one night, 3 a.m. I was like in the mud of it. And he looked at me, he said, you ready to stop choosing suffering? Uh. And I was like, excuse me? And he's like, have you, I'm just curious. Cause like, I was going to go to bed, but like, are you done suffering? And I was like, but, but, and then we immigrated and there was a dirty war and I, I lost my whole family and, and, and he was like, cool, cool, cool. But, um, <clears throat> are you done suffering? Uh, and I was like, out. fuck, like, fuck, man. 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Right? The, and and right? I, can, I can literally feel Oof. the acts to us on this right? one, right? Of like, but my blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, it's not to claim suffering doesn't happen, but no. I was effectively choosing it in that sure, I, I kept so many choosing to stay in it. Yes. Right? Yeah. And not to move through it and find solutions. <sighs> well, and it feels like right? there's like cachet in it right now, which oh, is dangerous. Yes, right? We are so in a moment in history where it has become more powerful to frame yourself as a victim, which I think is scary for a lot of reasons, but well, yeah. well, it's, that was definitely Oberlin in the '90s for sure. <laughs> I mean, it was the like, Suffering Olympics, oh, left, right, God. and center. Well, and come on, this like this week specifically has has made me even uh, reframe this, or perhaps just like draw uh, uh, into focus what I was already feeling about about mm. this, um, because. <sighs> I was listening to one of many podcasts this week on uh, the shooting and Mm -hmm. on um, what we can do specifically. Mm. And in the preamble to the podcast, one of the hosts was like, it had a really beautiful, um, inspiring preamble, actually, about taking like the rage and putting it into action, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, and she said, look, like, I know this has been an exhausting week and it is constantly exhausting and we are constantly being like, you know, pummeled by tragedy mm-hmm. in this country. Um, and that's taking a toll on all of us. And she was like, and I know some of you out there might be like, I don't think I can like handle you know listening to this Mm. right now and she's like and that's your choice I'm just I'm asking you to stay around for this conversation and the conversation Mm. was with the head of Moms Demand Action so it truly was about how to be actionable right right, right, and so it wasn't just rehashing what has happened it was how do we how do we act and grieve at the same time and um and and that was what it was and I thought that was really profound because there is there is a time for saying and each of us have our own barometers for this for saying I need to step back and take a break and uh, reset and let myself feel these things and then come back to the fight because I am spent right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there, I think that idea of I'm going to check out out of self-care has also been a bit ab- abused or misunderstood yeah. in some I ways. I think it's what we were talking about earlier. I don't think yeah. it, it, totally checking out, I don't think is self-care because it becomes that right. gaslighting, disassociating, yes. I'm not living in reality. Yes. Yes. And that's yes. not nourishing yes. you. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it says this is hard and so I am, I am retreating. I can't handle yes. it. But well, then you're yes. not reckoning with any of it and it's really and you're not helping. So right. then you're and fucked. You're and you're not helping. Yeah. Like, you know. So what I talked about on Feminist Wellness next Ooh, week, because yes, the, the, this week had already gone out, but um, <laughs> is, the, is pendulation, which is an important uh, tool mm. in the nervous system world. So if you think of a pendulum, right, swings from one extreme to the other. And so what we do in, in nervous system work, I, my training's in sensory motor psychotherapy which as a coach, which is Pat Ogden's work, like Peter Levine's work in, in, sensor, in uh, somatic experiencing. And what it's about is getting in touch with the challenging emotions, the challenging sensations in the body, and being sure 
previous to doing that to connect in with a nervous system resource. Mm. So something that helps you to ground, to feel centered. It can be a sensation like the chair holding you up, your feet on your on the floor if your feet are able to do that. Uh, it can be connecting with a pet. Uh, we did this in coaching today. I was, you know, uh, working with a client and pendulating with a, with something challenging in her relationship, and mm -hmm. she had her puppy in her lap. And I was like, "Keep resourcing him." Uh... And we talk about the so when your partner says X in Y tone, what comes up for you? Anxiety in my throat and my chest. Great. How's the puppy? So when they say that and your throat and chest get tight, what comes up? When I was a child and I had to protect my six sisters, great, how's the puppy? Right? Mm. And so we pendulate, we move towards and away, towards wow. and away, so we don't overwhelm the nervous system, mm. right? And, and we can use that skill when we're thinking about, talking about working with grieving yes. experiences like this. Yeah. Like the, the three mass shootings in the last two weeks. Right. Oh, we can yes. think about it and, and come back to something truly grounding and centering. And I'll add to that the nervous system tool of conscious distraction. Mm. So note the words conscious and distraction, uh -huh. okay, not yeah. unintentionally checking out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, not yeah. buffering against your emotions by doing anything in the, on this earth other than feel them. But it's a conscious choice to say, Somatically, I can feel I'm approaching my limit. Mm -hmm. I, I'm about to, it's, the literature calls it the window of tolerance. It's how much input your nervous system can take mm -hmm. before you either go into sympathetic, which is fight or flight, freak out, anxious, worry, racing heartbeat, foot on the gas of adrenaline, norepinephrine, and cortisol, or slam on the brake and go into dorsal, which is the freeze response, shut down, deer in the headlights, possum mm -hmm. playing possum, which is sad, checked out, isolating. No, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm just going to stay home alone and watch Netflix tonight. I just don't, uh -oh. don't want to get out of bed, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like foot on the brake. So it's not just that there's no gas. Your, your nervous system is slamming yes. on the brake. And yeah. that's what happens when we push our nervous system too far. Yeah. And so we can stay in that sweet spot in ventral vagus where we can experience a little bit of stress, right? A little sympathetic because it's healthy. You need sympathetic or you can't put your pants on, yeah. right? Like you can't cook a burger, right? And you need a little dorsal or you wouldn't have that liminal space between awake and asleep. You wouldn't have shavasana. You wouldn't have the calm of meditation or mm. petting your, your whatever, your puppy. Mm. So finding that space where you learn through somatic practices where the edges are, right? We talk about our comfort zone, but what we're talking about is our nervous system's window of, I prefer to call oh. it our window of capacity or a window of bodily dignity, right? How much input can this animal take and still stay in my dignity? Mm. So we learn the edges. We learn how to feel those edges and we, we gently lean into them in a safer space, such as coaching. And when we've taken in a, just about enough before our nervous system takes over and takes us out of our dignity, out of our capacity to be with ourselves, we consciously distract. Mm. So that can be a walk. That can be listening uh -huh. to a comedy show. Uh -huh. That can be taking a bath. I mean, I definitely took a hot Epsom salt bath while watching The Office yesterday. Like <laughs> oh, 100%. Sounds fantastic. Right? And 
also studies show that when we do something, when we take in inputs that we already know, it calms the nervous system because yeah. it knows what's next. Right. Yep. So like, <laughs> I know what Dwight's going to say. Like, right. I know uh, that yeah. bears eat beets. I know that Battlestar Galactica, like I know what's coming. <laughs> That's why during the course of this pandemic, Lauren has watched season one of the wild five times, like a fucking <sighs> <Exactly>. psycho. <laughs> right. No, like a person who honors their nervous system. Yeah. Something very comforting about that. Yeah. Oh, that's why I did it. Yeah. I was like, right. I know what's happening yeah. here. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I've it's a watched, great choice. I will. I have watched the, the movie The Birdcage, probably 15 I mean, to 20 times in yeah. my life. That's Come not on. an exaggeration. No, and I, I doubt it. will yeah. watch it annually for the rest of time. Yeah. And yeah. it is I don't doubt it like seeing an old friend. Well, and it's it also predictability like when everything's in wonderful. chaos. Yes. Like, yes. Exactly. Yes. But that's literally what it is. Yes. Yeah. Right. So our nervous systems work to reenact yeah. situations in the past that didn't go the way we wanted them to in an effort to seek safety. Mm-hmm. It's why you keep dating the same kind of <laughs> oh, your dad. Until you heal that wound, right? And so, what we can do is give our nervous system the gift of watching Robin Williams do what he does in those amazing balloon pants in the birdcage for the 473rd time. Yes, Yes. it's like a legit gift to your nervous system. The thing that matters is intentionality, is being present and being conscious and choosing it. Instead of oh, checking out. This is so cool. Yeah, I love that distinction. Science. I love yeah. it's such it's like a subtle distinction, but so oh, yeah. important. Huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. huge. I also would, and I don't, you know, perhaps you can give um, a uh, an actual like um, uh, physiological explanation of what I'm about to say because I certainly mm. don't understand it on on that level. Um, but I'm I'm sort of thinking about it like the way that. Lauren and I have said so many times on this podcast, um, you can actually sign off the internet if you're feeling, um, you know, available. It is it is an available choice Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, to get mm -hmm, off mm -hmm. of your phone and maybe even leave your phone in a different room and or zip code. Mm. um, (laughs) And if you know, and and take the time to whatever it is, you know, calm down from whatever felt like it was maxing you out and maxing out your stress because doom scrolling is so real um so real and i have found that when i do that then i actually am able to go come back to the present moment and mm-hmm. and then i am i'm i'm filled with actual energy to do something about yes. it yes. and then the doing something helps very much with the healing so it's not a checking out i'm just checking out i'm not gonna look at the news at all i i i don't want to ever acknowledge any of this because it's horrible it is more saying i've had my limit of this i need yeah i need to be uh i need to ground myself the puppy the walk the comedy show the whatever ah and then i'm feeling refreshed now i can go attend that mom's demand action meeting or you know call my my senator mm-hmm. and yeah. I've done my thing for the day mm-hmm. because I didn't spend the entire time doom scrolling and maxing out my nervous system. Yeah. Right. And calling it self-care. And calling it the part yeah, two. We lie to ourselves. Oh man. Yeah. Yes. I've fallen into yes. a bad habit with yes. that for yeah. sure. Yes. For sure. Yes. Because yeah. I, I, I absolutely feel and experience and act on the urge to be like, I 
feel fucking crazy, horrible, de- mm-hmm. like all these things. And I need to go online and see that there are other people who are feeling like this. I understand that sure. there is value in that, yeah. but there is a limit to it yeah. before yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it only becomes it's negative. It's all a balance. Yes. I mean, everything comes balance. down to balance. It's not all or nothing. It's not I'm on right. my phone 23 and a half hours out of the day. And it's not I never check the news. It's too right. stra- It's the balance. And balance yes, is balance. hard and boring. Yes. And that's why we don't yeah. want to work to do it. <laughs> it's it's fucking yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. It's but hard. you know what's harder than having balance is not having balance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, that's like, that's like the people who will stay it's like and the people i mean the humanity in general it's staying in the toxic relationship oh, even yeah. though, because it's easier so it's like it's well, become yeah. like oh no the what no, cost fallacy is part of that too well exactly yeah yeah but yeah, like right. i my brain now thinks like that that it that it is self-soothing or whatever when right. i'm just like on twitter like but it's like except the, that no. it is in the nervous system like, can I just bring some compassion to that moment for people? Because, no, please like, bring compassion. The neural groove in your brain that's, that, that was written in childhood, ages zero to seven, yeah. when the nervous system gets its messaging and gets its programming, that whole theta state thing, the brain, your nervous system comes to understand what is safe, what is okay, what is normal, what yeah. is acceptable. And if that whatever flavor of chaos or not talking (laughs) or not seeing people having conflict, like whatever you grew up with that was normalized becomes the normal state to your inner children who live in your limbic system, who, right, it becomes what's normal for your nervous system, for your body somatically. So you're in this relationship that all your friends are like, yo, she's fucking toxic. She's like, this sucks. (laughs) Leave her. Your brain may say, God, I hate this relationship. Like I was in a relationship for so long where I, there wasn't a day when I didn't say I hate this person, yep. but something in my body was like, but it's so cozy, <laughs> right? Because they had all of these traits of my dad. Yes. And so yeah. my nervous oh, system was God. like, this is cool. Stay with this. Oh. Right. And so it wasn't until I did all all this work on my nervous system to learn how to regulate me, how to Mm. reparent my inner children, how to come into a different consciousness and a different state of awareness with my nervous system that I was able to say, basta, enough already. I'm done. I'm done trying to reenact this relationship in the hopes that it turns out differently this time Mm. with this person who gaslights me and is emotionally abusive and treats me like garbage. Oh God! You, but I had to uh, get yes. there, yeah. right? And I, and what helped me was to have compassion and care and curiosity for my nervous system that kept me there, where I was like legit being treated like actual garbage. But my body was like so cozy. <laughs> Snuggle into this. This is nice. It's a it nice really, mess for it's me. It's so funny how often we throw around the phrase "mind body," but we don't really like right. think about what that yeah. means. Like you really had. Be it controls like, not fucking around. <laughs> like, yeah, it controls oh all the things. God, yes, this really all the things. This is so speaking to like mm. where I'm at in like in my own um, sort of uh, unlearning of of um, ways of being that are that deeply don't serve me. Mm. Um, and like one of them is. Uh, well, there's codependency, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then there's um control, like trying mm-hmm. to have control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, vi- and when you say zero to seven too, that's mm-hmm. so yeah. potent 
Mm-hmm. Because there was so much that happened in my family in that right. time, and especially now as an adult, learning even more about what was actually happening with my parents, sure. and mm, sure. there were so many things that make sense about why I was why I now control is like like having trying to have control makes me miserable, but it is there is something so familiar and so comforting cozy. about yeah. that yeah. that I keep going back totally. to it. Yeah. I yes. mean it's one of the, the core ex- expressions of yes. codependent thinking, right? Yes. Because if we think so again I define codependent thinking as as chronically sourcing our sense of worth, validation and mm. wellness from everyone and everything outside of ourselves mm-hmm. instead of from within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so if we're looking at the whole world to validate us, to prove that we're worthy of life and oxygen and water and living indoors, having shirts, eating food, being lovable, of course we want to be the puppet master. Of course we want to control everyone and everything. So we can try to get the result that our nervous system believes we need from them, Mm -hmm. not from within us. Mm -hmm. This is wild to me because Mm -hmm. I have always thought slash prided myself on, I've always been like, I am the least codependent. I'm not codependent at all. I am, I'm predominantly single my whole life. I'm very independent. Like we talked about off mic, only child, but hearing you talk about codependence in relation to just like society uh-huh. or like comparing oh, yeah. yourself to others, I'm like, yeah. oh, I can be codependent even though I'm a very oh, yeah. like <laughs> I, well, I literally I posit, didn't know that. Yeah, I would definitely now. posit that independent is not the opposite of codependent. Yes, I really didn't independent know that. being hyper Shit. independent. Oh no, right? you that guys. sort of rugged individualism is often an expression of code a codependent <sighs> desire to be in control. Because the oh, opposite no. of yeah, sorry, I mean, not trying to right, but yeah, so I sad am, to discuss but this I, in therapy. Sorry, but yeah, you're anyway. So yes, please take this to therapy. But the opposite of codependent is interdependent. Which is when our relationships are based on on a profound belief in each other's autonomy as animals, Ooh. our autonomy as humans, and we intersect through mutuality, respect and reciprocity. Okay, yeah, I don't have that one. I got to I got to refresh. <laughs> Like, no, okay, no, cool. No. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that, that, I, thank you for explaining that because, yeah. like, I, That's this was a few years ago. My, um, I, I don't even think it was a few years, it was like last year. Um, mm. my therapist, uh, taught me that the difference between independence and codependence, because I am, I too am a very independent person, mm-hmm. yep. and I was like, I'm I'm what now? Like when she said that yeah, I was codependent, I was like, I was like, what do you yeah. what do you mean? And then she told me what I it don't actually, need yeah. yeah. And then she told me what it actually was, and I was like, oh, oh like, yeah. and I was seeing the ways in which I, because I mean, I'm talking about it in in my relation in my relationships and how like right. I was just like playing out the the control that I was trying to have in my familial relationships in my romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Oh! Yep. 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 Anyway, yep, yep. cool. Okay, so before we we wrap things up, uh, and we're and we're not springing this on Victoria. We had discussed this off mic, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you want to kind of lead us in a little like taste of a somatic exercise, Ooh, just with all joy. the stuff we've talked about, yeah, we would love that. Yeah, yeah. So I will very happily share two of my favorites that awesome. are 
really beautiful, I think, particularly for these challenging moments. Um, and you can do these when you want to bring your nervous system down from sympathetic, um, when you're feeling that anxious rev up, whether it's about the news or quite frankly, like pride is really stressful for a lot of people. <sighs> yes. Right. Very for well stated. Introverts, for people whose exes mm -hmm. are there, for the newly sober, for oh the very God. long time sober, for like so many people for so many reasons and so here's a really simple exercise um the other thing just side note i love somatics because they're for free right oh. it's about you connecting with your body it's like the ultimate accessible therapeutic it's yeah. so good okay so you take your paws if you have use of both paws if you have use of just one <laughs> right on if you don't have use of your hands you can imagine your hands in your mind and the visualization of this um does beautiful things uh within the body so honoring all abilities here uh i'll invite you to take your thumb and tap it gently to your pointer finger new york finger ring finger pinky finger then pinky finger ring finger, New York finger, pointer finger. We're going to do it again and we're going to count and we're going to slow it down. And so you do this with a slow energy when you're feeling yourself getting revved up, when you're getting a little adrenaline and you're going into anxious, you're going into nervous, you're going into worry. So the, the work of somatics is to slow down the everyday so we can get present, we can get conscious, we can step into self-awareness and we can then See what might need to shift. So, thumb to first finger, one. Second finger, two. Third finger, three. Fourth finger, four. Now coming back, four. Three, two, one. And you just keep going until you feel yourself. Do you all feel like a... Yes. Yeah, it forces me, someone like me, it forces me into my body where I spend most yeah. of my time outside my body. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. It feels so we delicious. Can, oh, good. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I love delicious things. So the other thing you can do if you're feeling low energy, if you're feeling like, man, I'm just so depressed from all this news yeah. and I have, you know, I have to feed the cat right like i don't want us to use somatics as a tool of capitalism to like get ourselves to be more productive but like please feed the cat feed she's the cat. dependent on you in a real way um cats will find a way feed the dog all right what am i gonna do about it but you can use this to bring up a little revving energy right okay. to move us from dorsal which is that shut down freeze yeah. and bring a little just a little spritz a little touch a little algo a of a little sympathetic a zhuzh, <laughs> if you will and i always will because leo um you can use it to, to to bring you up a little bit so you can take your thumb and touch it to your first finger one two three four four three two one one oh, two yeah, three four four three two one right and you see it starts to like pick you up a little bit yeah i can totally right? yes yeah and what i love about it is Little kids can do it. Yeah. Everyone can do it, right? So it's a great thing to teach the nibblings. Um, it's a beautiful thing to teach in a classroom. You can do it under a Zoom camera, like below uh, yeah. the level of the laptop. You can do it so in no one on the meeting. You can do it in traffic, right? You can do it like in a conversation in a hallway or like yeah. a bedroom with someone. Like no one needs to know what you're doing. Yeah. They just think you're just like 
fidgeting, yeah. right? But you can encode it with, I am calming my nervous system. Oh, I, I am bringing some energy, right? So often if we tend to go into dorsal, into freeze, if that's our nervous system's home away from home, then in challenging conversations, in conflict, we tend to shut down. We tend to like, I just, I don't, I don't, I, I just, I didn't mean, I don't, oh, right? Mm. Like we can't find our words and mm. that's your brain trying to protect you because your nervous system loves you and it doesn't want you to die. Mm. And bringing a little sympathetic energy in those moments, like bringing some activation can be really helpful, mm -hmm. right? So if you feel your brain going offline a bit, again, it's doing it to protect you, but you can help it come back on so, so easily, yeah. right? So gently, right? And we do these things again, slowly, gently, gently, slowly, like we were talking about in pendulation. Mm -hmm. The other one is such a beautiful one. Uh, you take one of your paws, and I like to do this first thing in the morning as part of my, like, wake up the animal. Though oh, nice. I wake up, you know, at 12 out of 10. But anyway, it's a nice one. And you take one hand, and you can pat, caress, touch your own hand, and you let yourself, and thereby the world, know what it is. This is my hand mm. this is my hand so there's a reclamation energy in there too right mm. this this is my hand right and then you move up this is my arm this is my arm and so i would use a padding energy mm. to bring to bring us out of dorsal and into a little activation mm. but if i was feeling really stressed out i probably wouldn't activate my lymph like this i wouldn't bring blood to the to the periphery right to the edge of my skin i would maybe stroke my hand right like i'm petting mm. that little puppy this is my arm this is my arm this is my shoulder this is my chest this is my belly. Mm. This is my hips. This is my pelvis. This is my butt. These are my thighs. These are my knees. And I'd go all the way to my toes, right? Again, mm. going to wherever is available for you with your own physical ability, honoring that. But just naming all the parts of the body that you have, mm. right? And, and playing with saying like, this is mine yeah that's right because so from cool. that yeah from that codependent people pleasing yeah. lens <laughs> our time our energy our bodies our labor our emotional and physical labor everything is for everyone else and not for us mm. oh and so we reclaim our sense of self and connection with self oh my god yes so simple this is uh. Thank like, you, thank universe. You so much. Yeah, slash share yeah. for bringing you to us. Share, not not the share. We share Victoria. I mean, but what uh, if it was? But what, what if, if it was? Share, <laughs> right? Just we can always just generally thank share. I mean, she's yeah. certainly what, done When enough. in doubt, thank share. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Katie Lang. And Katie can we just bring it full circle? Yes. back to Katie yeah. Lang. I am so excited to when we hop off show my girlfriend the. I can't, I'm so thrilled that you you've your eyes have been open to this pivotal. I'm thrilled. So I'm thrilled. You were a little one, it's yeah, amazing. when it came out. Yeah, I think you would get sued if you played Constant Craving, but I really wish you could play it on the show. Damn it. Damn That's probably it. true. We'll look, we'll look into that. <laughs> Oh man, thank you so much. Um, where yeah, can people so find wonderful. you online? 
Yeah. So uh, they can find me on the gram. I give good gram at <laughs> Victoria Albina Wellness. Nice. My website is victoriaalbina.com. And if you head over to victoriaalbina.com slash coming out, there's a special treat for you there. <gasps> I made you a present. Oh. So it is a suite of meditations, an <gasps> orienting exercise, which is a nervous system exercise. There's one on boundaries, inner children work, wow. inner child work. It's all there for free. For you, oh, for these listeners, you. for our oh homo family, our big queer family. Oh, that's All the wonderful. colors of the so rainbow that is you. us. Yeah, of course. VictoriaAlbina.com slash coming out. Um, and you can listen to my show, Feminist Wellness, wherever yes. you get your podcasts. And my six-month program, all about overcoming codependency, is called Anchored. Uh, and you can learn more about it on my website, too. Yay. Uh, yay. Oh Fantastic. my God. Okay. Amazing. Um, okay. I am with less helpful content at Nicole Basent <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, but I do have a really cute child. So sometimes that's helpful mm-hmm. for the nervous system. That is helpful. Yeah. yeah, it really is. <laughs> and I am at Lauren Flattens on Twitter, Lauren underscore Flans on Instagram. And my really cute Ooh. dog, who is my yes. son, is all over Twitter. Indeed. And I will now be trying to use him to ground myself. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, a great fantastic idea. idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, um, we are at Coming Out Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our hashtags are hashtag Coming Out Pod. Hashtag, hashtag find... found. Oh, oh my God! I said found... we found. We found her. Nicole. We found her. Remember hashtag when we changed the hashtag found... a year and a half ago? Hashtag found Ricky. Okay. Hashtag <laughs> found Ricky. Found Ricky. Uh, Hey, let's shout out our patrons! Mix Michelle Forbes, Kristen Erickson, Simone, Jim W., Jack, Kim, Adri, Tanya, Mandy, Tia, Sarah Wilson, Pooh, We Bleed Philly, Zet, Sammy, Michelle, Kaz, Carmel, Kieran Smiley, Aaron Mitchell, Vanessa Hunt, Diego Hernandez, and beyond, Klexa.com. If you would like to join that list or check out any of our tiers of giving starting at $1 a month, you can go to patreon.com slash coming out pod. We, by the time this is dropped, just dropped some delicious outtakes um, mm-hmm. a ton of them mm-hmm. yes. from past episodes uh, and they're so much fun and interesting and it, it, it highly recommend um, uh, you can also go to Apple Podcasts or um, Spotify for free and give us a four, five star rating nice review all of that helps people find the pod especially during Pride Month and um, we love you thank you we love we you. We do love you. And we love you, Victoria. Seriously, thank you so much. And Everything I love you yous. talked about. The the combination of body kind of spiritual, emotional with like the science to back it up mm. is very helpful for someone like me who really I'm lives so in my glad. head. I'm really appreciative yeah. of that. All the science and all mix. the woo. Yes, yeah, right. The science that. and Dike the woo. Yeah. The science and the woo. But the science and the woo are so They're much more connected. Exactly. <laughs> They're the same damn thing. It's an artificial separation yeah it is an artificial so separation agree yeah. ah, agree yeah agreed. okay yeah. i'll learn the yeah, astrology right. wheel okay okay, okay. yeah <laughs> do it do okay. it <laughs> happy friday month everybody we'll see you next week Bye. okay round two name something that's not boring Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.